Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. 
This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. This is a very special episode. We've been doing these recently, uh, and they've been a lot of fun for Ashley and I. They've kind of replaced the in-depth episodes that we used to do. Uh, now we are digging into some contestants, some more current contestants, also some past contestants who have a story to share. Uh, today, we're going to welcome Cam Ayala onto the podcast to share about his recent uh, amputation and his long-standing battle uh, with the disease lymphedema. Uh, we're also going to talk a, a lot about how the show handled this because here's the truth of it, Ashley. I don't know if you feel this way. I remember his time on the show. I remember him talking about having pain. I don't remember it sitting in very deeply with me or understanding exactly where the pain was coming from. I don't think when he was on the show, it was ever explained. And I, and I want to get to the bottom of that because I don't... This When I saw that he got his leg amputated, it was kind of a shock to me that it was this severe and this serious. To be quite frank, the only thing I really remember from his time on the show on Hannah's season is uh, ABC Cam. Yeah. Remember? That was his tagline. ABC Cam. And I don't remember what it stood for now. All. No. Do you remember? ABC. I don't either. All. (laughs) This is what happens, you know? Like, everybody thinks that everything is going to be, like, such a huge thing and people are going to remember storylines forever. And then three years removed. You're like, I remember one thing, but I do remember Cam as a, as a person, as a character, um, who's definitely memorable. And now he has, um, a story that he really wants to get out there because there's a lot to what you, a lot to him that you didn't see on the show. Let's bring him on. Here is Cam Ayala. Cam. Hello. How are you feeling? Your surgery was just a matter of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, about three weeks ago, and um, I'm doing pretty good. There's definitely some daily challenges and things on this journey that I'm finding just by trial and error. Uh, I've only had a couple falls so far, but um, other than that, the uh, the community's been very supportive, so I'm blessed for sure. Let's uh, let's start back at the beginning. So, for those uh, who maybe need a reminder, you're on Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette. Uh, during mm-hmm. that time, uh, you spoke openly about your uh, battle or your life living with lymphedema. Uh, mm-hmm. You had mentioned it caused a lot of pain. At that point in time, when the when the Bachelor aired, how many surgeries had you had on your leg? Yeah, at that time, I'd had fifteen surgeries uh, there in twenty nineteen. So yeah, it's it's been going on since I was eleven years old. So it's something that has been a part of my life and something I can't really not talk about, especially yeah. when you have a romantic partner just because of the physical implications of, of having surgeries and stuff. So I, I felt that it was very necessary to be transparent with Hannah sooner rather than later. Cause I mean, as you and Ashley know, oftentimes in that journey, you can go on a group date or even a one-on-one that can get physical. Yeah. And at that point I hadn't been on any dates that were physical yet. So it was just kind of the elephant in the room for me that I wanted to be very transparent with Hannah and see 
you know, if that's maybe a red flag for her, maybe she isn't ready yet to be with someone who has um, a chronic disease like I have, because, you know, there's times with I've had sporadic infections, I'm getting, you know, emergency surgery. And then the girlfriends I've had in the past go from everything's all great. And the next thing you know, they're being my caretaker as I'm learning how to walk again and kind of go through that whole recovery process. So definitely wanted to be upfront with her about that. So just uh, for all of us and educate all of us, um, and we're going to get into uh, your life now and, and your process through The Bachelorette and kind of using your platform now to share this. But can you explain lymphedema to our audience, uh, to Ashley and I, uh, where it came from? Kind of give us the, the, the high level overview medically of what this is and where it came from. Sure. And it's a pretty complex condition. So I'll, I'll make it super high level. So really, there's two types of lymphedema primary and secondary, right? I have primary because I was born with it. So that's um, just the genetic part of the disease. And then secondary lymphedema comes secondary to some sort of trauma, can be surgical trauma, really common in breast cancer patients. So you may have heard of uh, women, they've had breast cancer where they remove lymph nodes under their arm, or they've had mastectomies, chemo radiation, when that lymphatic system is compromised through any of those forms of trauma, they can then develop secondary lymphedema. I was born with it, but I didn't start swelling until I was about 11 years old. So really for anyone, we all have the lymphatic system. It's parallel with our, our venous systems, so our veins. So if your lymphatic system gets compromised in any way, then you can develop lymphedema, which is unfortunately a progressive disease. And currently there's no cure for it. And the common symptoms you'll see in patients, they just develop really bad swollen limbs. So can be really bad swollen arms for the breast cancer patients or patients who are lower extremity, their legs can get up to 10 times larger than their unaffected limbs. So it's, it's pretty painful too, and you have to manage it daily. So it's not just something you can just forget about and, and pray that it goes away. It's something that requires daily self-care. Do we see that also with extreme obesity? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sure people who may have seen that show, uh, my 600, 600 pound, pound life. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was going to say it, but I didn't know if there was like enough tact to that comment. So no, no, you're 100% accurate. And that's actually a lot of people who uh, may not know what lymphedema is, or they don't have a loved one that has it. They see the show like that. Yeah. And I'd say over 90% of Dr. Nalzardin's patients on that show have secondary lymphedema yeah. due to their obesity. And coincidentally, I used to call on Dr. Nal because he's in Houston where I live. So when I was selling lymphedema pumps professionally last year, that was one of my accounts. So that was interesting having the reality TV come full circle. He is, seems like such a character. That man oh, isn't phased by anything. Not a thing. And the way you see him on TV is exactly how he is in real life. <laughs> so, uh, so then to your story, you go on the show. Has mm-hmm. uh, Obviously, we just mentioned that three weeks ago, uh, you had your leg amputated. Was this always uh, something that you believed would happen at some point? Or did something switch here recently where you said this is now the option we have to go after? Yeah, great question. So um, when I was out there in 2019 uh, with Hannah, at that point, I'd, I'd had 15 prior surgeries. I had been told in 2016, so three years prior to me being on The Bachelorette, that amputation was um, probably a solid option for me. But when you hear that, and you're like an athlete like I am, and like you are, Ben, and, and I'm sure Ashley too, 
You want to do everything and you're, well, (laughs) you were in winter game. Weren't you (laughs) in winter games? Thank you. Oh, I was very athletic there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's relative, right? It's okay. uh, I appreciate that you called me athletic looking. Okay. You had a kid and you look amazing right now. So you're, you're, you're an athletic type, right? Thank you. Um, so, uh, basically I was doing everything in my power to avoid amputation. I was eating healthy. I was working out. I was wearing my compression garment, doing all the things that the doctors told me to do. And it was actually the knee replacement that I had last year. That really was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Unfortunately, the surgeon used the wrong size hardware positioned it wrong. So ever since last year, as I was going through physical therapy and working with a personal trainer, I was just in a living hell, so much pain every day. So I got a second opinion when we saw the x-rays like, Oh boy. Yeah. That was a botched uh, knee replacement. So yeah, instead of going through the revision process, which would require three additional surgeries. And with my history of chronic infection, amputation at that point was pretty much inevitable. So at this point I was like, okay, I'm 33. I'm single. Um, now's a good time to just kind of get it over with so I can make that transition into a new lifestyle so that when the time comes for me to start actively dating again and hopefully get married and have kids, I'll be really comfortable and ultimately confident in my uh, prosthetic leg and just in that new lifestyle. So that's really what led to it was just those chronic bouts of pain for the past year after having that knee replacement that was failed. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. 
with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do Personally, if nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. This is uh, obviously... Um, you are learning now uh, about this new life uh, in the front of you. What have you learned so far? Uh, you know, you are single. You are wanting to date. You are an athlete. I think I saw somewhere. Tell me if I'm wrong and I missed it. But you are trying to get back on the basketball court. You are trying to get back to doing the things you loved before the leg was amputated. What are, What are you figuring out? Like, where is your mind at? Yeah. Um, 
like I was saying, it is an adjustment every single day. Like, so even now, um, just standing on one foot, this is my, my right leg. And now you can see my, I call it four stump. This is my, my residual limb here. So having to put all of my weight on my left leg all throughout the day until I get my prosthetic leg, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how sore and how tired I would be. Things like brushing your teeth and refilling your water bottle. Yeah. Like right now I'm using these forearm crutches. So I have to get really creative and just literally think one step at a time to navigate. And then to answer your question about, uh, you know, returning to the basketball court. So last Tuesday was my very first time in a wheelchair for wheelchair basketball. Mm -hmm. So I got out there and it just, it felt like I was at home. Mm. And though it's very different than an able-bodied person running up and down the court, instead you're wheeling and, and you're shooting. And a lot of the rules are very similar to regular basketball. So it's amazing to have an opportunity to pick up something that was one of my biggest passions. I even played basketball in college. So doing it now uh, from a wheelchair and being in that community is just something that's going to take a lot of work, a lot of learning, but um, you know, Lord willing, if I make the Paralympic uh, U S men's team, the next games are in uh, 2024 in Paris. So that's, that's my dream goal. I feel like that's that's going to happen. I was just thinking that before you said it out loud. Yeah. So hopefully I'm engaged or or married by then. So I can have uh, a wife in the stands cheering me on, but if not, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, I'm going to, do my best every day to, to work towards that goal. Okay. So now that you have had that leg amputated, was that the only part of your body that was affected by lymphedema? Do you, or do you have to worry about showing up somewhere else? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. So earlier I was talking about how there's primary and secondary lymphedema. So when you have primary and uh, like me, when you're born with it, our lymphatic system is throughout our entire body. And it's one that is so understudied. So the medical community is still trying to wrap their brains around, you know, what is the rate of progression for patients? So a lot of questions I've been asked through DMs after I got the amputation is like, oh, they cut off your lymphedema leg, your lymphedema is gone. Well, it's not like a cancerous tumor or other things where you just remove that part and it's gone and you're healthy and you're good. So we just don't know if the lymphedema is then going to progress to my left leg or Mm. up higher in my core. And you can even get lymphedema in your head and neck. But me staying on top of it and having a great care team in place just to monitor it ever since I've had the surgery is really going to be the best thing we can do is just to keep a close eye on it and prevent anything from, from being complicated. But Truth is, we just don't really know, unfortunately, but I'm not going to let that fear of the unknown prevent me from living my new life and being athletic and doing things I love, like going to concerts and hiking and and all that stuff. It's just now I just have to be a little bit cautious that if there's something that feels wrong, you know, our bodies are our best sensor. So being in tune with that and then being able to speak up to my uh, medical team if if something comes up in the future. You know, so how's the pain now? I mean, I'm just curious, is the pain gone? Is it, I mean, you got your leg amputated. I have to imagine maybe you're still healing. Yeah. So, you know, just three weeks out of the surgery. Um, so there's still some of that natural inflammation, but this is the thing that I did a lot of research before the amputation and, and I read a lot and I talked to several other amputee patients about this whole thing called phantom pain. Mm-hmm. And it is terrible. So basically, really? uh, see my residual limb here on my right leg. Yeah. So throughout the day, I will just sporadically feel like my right ankle is on fire. 
or like a stabbing sharp pain. And so instantly, like your brain tells you, you know, reach down and, and, you know, comfort that area, squeeze it. Or sometimes I get phantom sensation where it's not painful. It's just annoying where like my ankle or my toes will itch, but I don't have those toes or ankle anymore. I mean, I've heard of this before, but just crazy. (sighs) It's real. I'm telling you right now, it is absolutely real. And every amputee experiences it in some capacity. The hope is that over time it will minimize and decrease. But honestly, that's been the thing that has just been dreadful because they've given me some pretty strong pain meds and it doesn't really affect it at all. I'll be sleeping and I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll go to grab my, my right ankle because it's just throbbing in pain, but there's nothing there. But what's really fascinating is there's things like mirror therapy where I literally put a long mirror, one of those uh, ones you hang on a door in between my legs So I look down at the reflection of my left leg, but my brain is telling me that I still have a full right leg. So it's really, it's really bizarre. And that's honestly been the biggest like surprise to me is how severe that pain is when I experience that throughout the day. So that's an adjustment too, I have to account for um, in my day-to-day life moving forward. But again, the hope and prayer is that it does minimize and it should because uh, the surgery I did was was pretty in-depth. And basically, they take those nerve endings once they amputate, and they reconnect it to my hamstring. So it uh, can help fire off those nerves so I don't just have crazy phantom pain for the rest of my life. The body is so interesting. <laughs> Isn't it? it? Is. In, in medicine is amazing. Yeah. Just the fact that like they reattached those nerves. It's wow. I'll uh, have one more medical question, actually, sure. for you before we talk about how um, the the Bachelor production handled your, what would, would you call it? A, a, is it a disease? It is a disease, disease. yeah. Okay. 100%. Um, so do you plan on getting a prosthetic? Absolutely, yeah. And, and that's one thing I'm really excited about. I should be getting that by hopefully, if everything goes right in the next couple of weeks, hopefully by mid-August. Because basically right now, uh, I just had my stitches out last Friday. So this whole residual limb, I'm wearing actually a compression garment on it now um, to help control the swelling. So then once that's controlled, they then will do a mold of my residual limb. And then that is what ultimately is going to be used to create the socket to move the, uh, the new leg. And it's robotic, which is really cool. Like next to my iPhone, I'll be plugging in my leg at night. So if I go on a road trip or, or go anywhere and I forget my leg charger, I'm kind of SOL. So I got to be smart to, to bring that. But yeah, it, it's a process to get the prosthetic. And so I'm absolutely getting one of those. And then eventually I'll get one of those running blades that uh, I can start jogging again. I haven't been able to jog in like six years because of all my knee surgeries. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
there's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. From what I understand, we did a little research. I looked up a little bit before we we came on. For as little um, research as there's been into lymphedema, the mm-hmm. the advancements in prosthetics is incredible like over the last 15 years and oh yeah these these prosthetics are allowing people to live and do what they did before or maybe if they were born without limbs to you know run and to play i just watched um right now there's a golf tournament going on uh for i don't know if you play golf um but it's a golf uh tournament going on for anybody with a physical disability or a mental mm-hmm. disability um it's by the USGA. It's an incredible tournament, but there's many people out there uh, with uh, no uh, legs or one leg or partial legs, and they are incredible. Like, it, it, like just, I mean, I can't keep my balance with two legs I was born with. They <laughs> yeah. are swinging out of their mind. They're hitting it 300 yards in the middle of the fairway. So I'm, I'm excited for you in that realm. Well, as Ashley mentioned, um, we do want to talk a little bachelor here with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll end then with kind of your thoughts. I know your faith is something very important to you. You've been on a few podcasts here recently as you've shared your story about your faith. Uh, we didn't see uh, a ton of that being mentioned on the show, but that's just kind of how the show works. Right. How do you feel like the community around you, including the bachelor community has responded, um, in support of, of your recent procedure? Uh, yeah. So just high level, I think the community in general, just the general public, the outpour has been amazing. Uh, it started with a week before I had the amputation surgery. I did uh, an interview with people magazine with Kathy Bates because she's the national spokesperson of the lymphedema nonprofit that I work for. The Kathy Bates. The Kathy Bates. Yeah. She's a good friend of mine. She has Holy crap. Well. That's awesome. Yeah. She's, she's an amazing lady. And, um, And really after that article, and I did an Instagram post the day after my amputation, like showing my, my residual limb for the first time. And, um, from there, all the other big media outlets started to run with that story. And that was honestly like the first time in three years that I'd gotten like positive press, because when you're the villain, if you will, on your respective season of really any reality TV show not even just the media, but just the direct messages and the cyberbullying that went on and the imposter syndrome and, and me believing that I was a villain and all these things that complete strangers were saying about me. So getting that clarity and that closure of really having my story told accurately 
um, has meant the world to me. Um, even Hannah Brown, who I hadn't talked to since the day she eliminated me over three years ago, she sent me a pretty long direct message apologizing for, you know, not handling our conversation better, but you know how it goes in that environment, especially elite. I can't imagine Ben, the amount of, I don't want to say producer manipulation, but you're getting a lot of people barking in your ears and you have all these different relationships you're navigating. So unfortunately me opening up about my lymphedema to Hannah, and then 10 minutes later, Mike Johnson telling her that I'm making up this medical sob story to get a pity rose and then being sent home that night. And then the public just labeling me as, you know, this, this creepy guy who told this, you know, medical story that didn't even make sense to people because they edited out me saying lymphedema, right? So the general public didn't even know that I had this disease because production chose to edit that out. They never said the word lymphedema in the show? They edited out every single time. And I even had a t-shirt made for the Bachelor in Paradise reunion. I told the producers, said, look, I am wearing a shirt that says I have lymphedema. Google it. So you guys can't censor me anymore. This is a disease. I don't know why I'm getting this kind of treatment. I show up to the Bachelor in Paradise reunion. I wear the shirt. And when we see it live the next night, they literally have it blurred out like it's some sort of curse word. Why do you think that is? I mean, that feels... I mean, look, it's reality television. It's for entertainment. And I feel like all the contestants are personified to something, right? And so they had me labeled as some sort of villain. And so they didn't want to give me the platform to bring awareness to the disease that I have that affects over 10 million Americans. So I just feel like it was a missed opportunity for the network to have representation. You know, we talk a lot about diversity and inclusion. I don't think that just should be limited to uh, your ethnicity or your sexual orientation, right? I feel like people with disabilities like I have should have just as much representation in there, or at least an opportunity to spread awareness. And that was robbed from me every single time I was on The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and any of the reunion shows. So part of it, Ben, may have been that production didn't understand how severe of a disease that it is. And I feel like now, after I have the amputation, you know, the proof is in the pudding, they see like, wow, he really wasn't joking around or saying the sob story so Hannah would feel sorry for him. So- yeah. That's kind of how I, my take on it. And I don't want to be angry and bitter towards the franchise. I mean, I've, I've had those thoughts, but that doesn't really get you far. And obviously, if I didn't even have the experience, we wouldn't be talking here and on this very popular podcast. So I'm blessed just to even be able to come back and have these kind of discussions. Did they talk about it in casting? Did anybody ever see your leg? I mean, as you guys both know, we go pretty in-depth with the physical and yeah. the medical history. So yeah. I was very clear. I had to even get a doctor's note signed off that, hey, he can do this journey. So they were all aware of it. I just don't think they understood the severity of it and how much of an impact it's played on my life. I mean, the night before I told Hannah at that party, I was like in tears with three different producers saying, I don't want to talk about this. This is something that's very sensitive to me. But like, no, that's your thing. Because every contestant has a thing, right? Some sort of backstory that makes them, you know, uniquely them. And that was mine. And so when I go and I do that, it was then used against me. And then they don't even air the disease. And then I'm labeled as this guy who's desperate looking for a pity rose. Kim, this might be one of the, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, unfortunate events that have happened on this show. 
mm. and unfortunate things. And I've always been a protector of the edit because typically, at least in my experience, the edit isn't always that far off of the behavior of the person. And I've always said that. And some people get really angry at me for saying that, but that's just right, my though. experience. Um, I feel like you're right in that. But this is one of the one of the times that I'm sitting here and I'm I don't have a lot of words to add to this because mm-hmm. this is really unfortunate. Uh, and especially, I remember your time on the show and you were, uh, I mean, I remember when you, you came out and said that you had suffered with severe pain uh, and that it didn't, it felt like, you know, you're getting a pity rose because of how it was being seen. Now to know, you know, how many years forward and you've had your leg amputated, you've still struggled with this disease. Uh, and now you're sitting here having to almost explain yourself and get catch people up on what was existing six years ago uh, is really unfortunate. And I can't imagine yeah. the toll. I was angry at some of the very small things that didn't affect my life at all that I got edited as. Um, I can't imagine what you've been holding on to for six years as you've been trying to explain this. I mean, you think of the thing that you're most self-conscious about. Sorry, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. You think of the thing that you're most self-conscious about and a thing that has sidelined you from playing the sports you love, sidelined you from getting deeper into relationships, hopefully leading to marriage, and a thing that has impacted your career. And all of a sudden you're in this environment and you are opening up to basically a stranger because Hannah was essentially a stranger to me at that time. And then just to have it, the whole narrative completely turned around and used against you is something that gave me really bad PTSD that I had to go to a lot of therapy to. And Ben, to answer your question you kind of alluded to earlier, I wasn't strong in my faith in 2019. Um, so that's why that wasn't part of my backstory. It was after the show going through severe depression, going through having to not participate in social media. And then obviously COVID hit. So that threw a whole nother layer into complexity for everything. So it was really when I hit rock bottom that I re reignited my relationship with God. And, um, you know, it was the church that I go to in Houston that you did the podcast with the maybe God podcast with Eric. He really helped me in those moments of darkness. And so now finding a way to turn tragedy into triumph and and having that whole faith over fear mentality, that has been my coping mechanism to let go of the past. And uh, all I can do is control how I approach my recovery and try to be a beacon of hope and inspiration to other patients who have lymphedema or are amputees. And to show that when you fight through it and you have God on your side or whatever you believe in, that you can still go on to live an amazing and fulfilling life. And that's, that's my North star. I'm, I'm ready to just, you know, move forward. You're creating a, you're creating a story that I believe many people, you know, we say it here often uh, because life gets complex and there's a lot of things that happen, but if one person can feel less alone from the story that you're sharing, then this whole thing's got to be worth it. Uh, I mean, this whole life that we're living has got to be worth it. I believe there's going to be many, as you mentioned, 10 million peop- people within the United States suffer with lymphedema. I don't know the number for amputees. Um, we're excited now to watch your journey moving forward. We want to see. We are we are here to see and celebrate. You got to come back on if you do make the 2024 Olympic team. Uh, but we'll be uh, we'll be tracking that journey along the way. 
I want to ask awesome. you one one more question. It seems like love is definitely a high priority for you. And yeah. so is sharing this lymphedema journey. Would you ever go back on Bachelor in Paradise and trust the show again? Ooh. It would take a lot because I I was promised redemption in Paradise the first go around. Well, they I mean, can't they hide were, your story were, now. You've told your story. Well, yeah, and I, I can't hide. I could hide the lymphedema by just doing all the stuff that I knew to keep, keep the swelling out, but I can't hide an amputation, especially out in paradise. I'm not going to wear jeans on the beach every day. But I honestly, I, I doubt the production team would even reach out to me for that to be an opportunity. But if they did, oof, that would be something I'd have to really pray about. But honestly, I feel that I know that God has a plan for all of this. And all the pain that I've gone through is is not for for nothing. There's definitely something for that. And uh, one of my other big milestones, and I talked about this with uh, with Tia and Natasha on Clickbait a couple weeks ago. My milestone is uh, in mid September. I'm going to Red Rocks for the first time to to see a concert, and I'm seeing Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle, that's my like celebrity crush, and she's a woman of faith too. So. Uh, you guys happen to know her, you want to put in a word for me, that would be awesome. <laughs> I can see Red Rocks from my house right now, sitting here oh, looking out awesome. the window. Yeah, so I can see Red Rocks. Uh, I'll drive by, uh, send, the, send the message to Lauren, see if, uh, see if magic can happen in the air uh, at Red yeah. Rocks that night. It's a beautiful place. Uh, yes, it is. I've never been, so I'm excited for sure. You're going to have a great time. Um, and when you're there, I'm nearby, so make sure you say hello. Uh, Cam... Leave your options open. It's my only thing I'll say. If the show wants to have you back, you can tell a pretty powerful story uh, and uh, on the show. But if not, we just look forward to you telling your story through whatever avenue you see fit. Uh, if you're interested in more, we got a lot today uh, from Cam. But if you're interested in kind of hearing some of the other uh, podcasts he's done, he's posted about them on his social media. The Maybe God podcast uh, was a great podcast that dove uh, a lot more into the faith side of this whole experience so you can check that out um, but until next time cam thanks for coming on the almost famous podcast and sharing your story wish you the best and we know the future is very very bright for you thank you thanks so ben much. thanks ashley Bye. i really appreciate it guys thank you we appreciate you follow the ben and ashley i almost famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. 
free and gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Childproofing people's homes is hard but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.